0: Polite. My AC on my ceiling crack, smoke kill killer Like my back and a hundred racks, smoke kill killer I pull up in that black on black, smoke kill killer My AC on my ceiling crack, smoke and killer I wake up in this state of mind Like sky's the limit My niggas strapped you across the line Well, I'm gon' kill you I'm focused on a million cash That's the vision, Speeding and I'm finna' crash That's the feeling Until my tires burn out and my wheels give out These backwoods burn slow Like my bills to shout. When them people come for you, they gon' steal your house Put your name on them papers, they gon' fill you out Couple moves from your quota, come fuck up your count how you and bounce back when you out? Bingo. My tiptoeing over for boys.
1: Like back at
0: back, like uh, like the thing this week is a back to back.
1: Almost there. It's like a back to back, like uh, you know, on the road NBA, we in the Western Conference. Like, all right, we right, gonna LeBron it, Kobe, it, do whatever. Get no, the job done. No load both management. Both. <laughs> right. No, no. <laughs> look, we got good knees rest on Sunday. <laughs> we got good knees, man. We good. We got our youth, mm-hmm. so we can do this. We can bench deep. You ain't gotta uh, treat us. You ain't gotta do the uh, Popovich thing to us. You know. When you know, rest, rest the stars. Right. Ah, oh, what a dick he was. <laughs> no, nah, he did it's that sick. shit to like, hey, look. I know y'all got this TV shit going on, but I'm trying to get rings, so fuck all that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sending everybody
2: down. The NBA hit them. They were like, "Hey, we, <laughs> we cannot have Tim Duncan in street clothes on the side yeah. of the court on national television." This be we, thousands we need, for these tickets. We need this man to be in a jersey. case. Uh, really? uh, what yeah. does he be wearing?
1: <laughs> we cannot have a man with no lining. <laughs> Not in this game. Not playing. It's like, I can't wait. That's gonna be tight. Tim Duncan, the first black man to receive a bowl cut. He's about to be <laughs> you know. from Paris.
2: Oh, where's he from? He's from the like one Virgin the Virgin Islands. Yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, who's from? oh Tony Parker? Adopted, My bad. I don't know. Yeah, Tony Parker. TP from Paris.
1: Yeah, yeah. I remember he was in the NBA when he was like 15. Yeah. <laughs> and, it was like, and he was he looked bald. the same age his whole career. Yeah. Shout out to him. Yeah. He's retired now, right? Yeah. Right, he, he just yeah. retired. Now he can start fucking bitches full time.
2: Cause that's <laughs> all that, that's that he, he was doing. Bro, he had an old girl from
1: Eva. Oh, Are yeah, they yeah. still
2: together? Nah, no. they not. No, no. Mm. fuck you. That
1: nigga TP was out there, bro. Like he was, he took somebody chick, bro. Like another NBA player chick, though.
2: He was just. I'm not hey. He pulled a Derek Fisher. <laughs> I'm saying he pulled like Derrick <laughs> Fisher. <same, bro. laughs> hey, you see, you see what Matt Barnes is talking about right now? No. Uh-uh. He's talking about, hey, I gotta stop with all this alimony shit, because Derek Fisher's taking care of you now. Damn. Mm. Hey, real talk though. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't page. Right. Yeah. That's fine. Like, Look, he got more
1: rings than me. And he's still me. in the coach, right? Somewhere. Derek Fisher? Yeah, like like an <laughs> assistant coach or some shit. I know he got <laughs> I know he's employed by the NBA. Yeah. Like, he's wearing like, Matt a suit. Barnes.
2: Hmm? He's wearing a suit
1: somewhere. Yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> Barnes, he's just been, you know, the cat he always been. Right.
2: He's a real one. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Barnes. I love Matt Barnes. I, I, he hides like shit all man. the time, bro. Yeah, he's an advocate. Yeah, he it's amazing. Him. That's why he didn't flinch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, yeah. About he was that. zoned out. He wasn't even looking at Kobe. Yeah.
1: No, no. It was the opposite way around.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Kobe
1: just looking at Kobe. Like... Kobe didn't flinch.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah, You're Matt right. Barnes had the ball. See, me yeah. and Matt Barnes, though. Yeah. Y'all you all got something right in common. There. Yeah. So you, like Matt
1: <laughs> so you like Matt Barnes when he's on the Magic because that's when it happened? I like Matt Barnes when so he's on Golden State. Mm. I didn't. I didn't. no, nah, I, I ain't fuck with him when he's on Max. We didn't pay attention to that Man, Matt I was Barnes. Like, Man, if y'all don't get, I'll be sure off the court. God damn it, he's, he's killing us. Out the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh uh, damn. We turned this shit into pardon the interruption and shit. And I am not mad we at did. it. I am not mad at it. Oh well. Oh yeah. Very old. We Commercial did, break. When you're when you're uh, famous like us, you can do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Like, hey, real shit. So when I was when I was younger, like my pops used to have like this uh this big ass like CD collection, mm-hmm. and like he he was one of those people who like every time he left the house, I was pretty certain he was coming back with a CD. Oh yeah, like new, borrowed, whatever, most likely new. Now this was at a time where motherfuckers weren't buying CDs, like everything yeah. was tapes. Like because yeah, that was, was sure. cheaper. Like you know what I'm saying? That's CD? because my folks couldn't afford CD players. Exactly. Yeah. So my like that my was pop, stunning back my then. My pops had a discman. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That shit uh-huh. costing money. Remember the Martin episode? Yeah. He got pissed. That's what I was just about to say. I, <laughs> say. I bet it looked like the uh, Martin setup. Like me? yo, like yeah. yeah, like see, I I had the same. My pops had the same. Like he had the that six motherfucker. Disc he's rotator. He was like his shit cost like 500 on that on that. Show. And that was facts. Like the discman mm-hmm. was running for that much back then. And like soon, my pops leveled up. And got like the five disc changer joint. My yeah. motherfucker thought it was a spaceship. Whoa. Bro, like they was like, what the? Fuck? Bro, I still got my pops five disc CD changer from like ninety two, nine, like early. Man, uh, yeah, we. Yeah, I still got. No, that. I want to say it. It might not have been that early. But it's old as fuck. I think mine was like, my dad got that shit in like 94, 95 or That's what I'm thinking. Like it might there. say 95 on the uh, manufacturer stick. Man, motherfuckers didn't know how to react to yeah. that shit. It, it moved inside with mm-hmm. <laughs> CDs and shit. But I'm like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, you could program it. Like, so I could switch from Wu-Tang to the tribe? Like, what the fuck is going on right now? So I used to be always in this, like, he had shelves. he had it on the shelf and shit. And I'd be just, he'd let me take stuff. As long as I just put it back where I found it, so he he wasn't he wasn't tripping or nothing like that. But I always find something I ain't never heard listening. I just look at the covers and be like, oh, that looks interesting, and then I start listening to that shit. That's how I got in. I'm I'm not like a huge EPMD fan, but that was like one of his like favorite like groups, and I. I just like the the fucking bucket hat they had on the cover. I'm like, yo, these motherfuckers look fly. Like, let me listen to that shit. And that shit was actually dope. That was that uh that strictly business one where they was like in front of the car or whatever. And then I got into tribe like that. My dad was listening to everything, like Scarface, all types of shit. Like anything new, I knew he had it. So I ain't never have to like buy my own like, you know, tapes, CDs, anything like that. I go to take his shit to school, stunting on motherfuckers. Damn, damn. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, I got that crisscross. Y'all don't. What's up? <laughs> like, nah, but like, I, I was always finding gems and shit, man. And that's how I found my guests, man. Music digging. You gotta mm. dig the ge- I do the mm. same thing with artists. Like, so, like... You've got to. You. So I'm like, huh, that person looks interesting. Let me see what they got to say or what, what they have to do. I do that with all artists and all, like, just musicians in general, like... If somebody said, "Yeah, that person do music," I'm like, "All right, what's their name?" I'm gonna search, dig, and then see what they got. Mm-hmm. The guess I, I was I was very very pleased with what I heard. Oh shit! Like on the production Always. side, I was like, "What the fuck is is going on right now?" Now my fa- like my favorite, I, I think how I got hit was um like extra hip was uh homie Mirror had that Portal music video. Mirror, yo! And I was just <laughs> like, I was like, and I asked uh, Louie, I'm like, dog, who uh who produced this dog? Cause this shit eerie as fuck. <laughs> and, like, and the video was super eerie. I'm like, oh yeah, that's Franco. I was like, yeah, I've heard of him before. And I just had to listen. And I yeah, had all these remix. Oh. <laughs> Michael Franco's in the uh <laughs> Franco's in the dugout. He's our, Sorry, He's our guest. Hey, this is gonna be one of them episodes motherfuckers just be like, yo, we love shit so much. <laughs> we just go keep rambling. Hey, let's just. <laughs> <like it. laughs> Franco's in the legendary dugout. Clap it for there we go. Clap it up what's for up, what's up, MP Franco,
2: MP Franco. damn, Curry. I didn't even know you were like gonna talk to me about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> surprise. Say, look, I want parlor STL. No, no I'm like, I'm, I'm definitely down to go there. I just, that's what's up, man. I'm, I'm, it's a little, it's a little like more low key in my life now, mm-hmm. but I treasure it. You know mm. what I mean. Let people up. know
1: what what is the P and MP Franco's.
2: Uh, man. So I'm I'm Italian, right? Okay. So I got like it makes sense. I got hella middle names. <laughs> <laughs> so the P is just the first initial of my okay. three middle okay. names. I leave the rest out. So it's for Paolo. is my first Paolo. middle name. I have seen that name mm. in The Godfather. Yeah. yeah. You say man, you sound like bro. My <laughs> first name is Michael, like Michael Corleone. Michael. You know what I'm saying? Michele on my driver's <laughs> license.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. This all makes I'm sense. I'm nervous now. now. Right?
2: <laughs> watch what nah, I say. It's not My- like that. Michael's connected.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Michael, we'll talk about that off air. Yeah.
2: Smoke <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, Y'all do that? I don't know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I we haven't introduced ourselves last episode. I just tripped off that. <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> just tripped off that. That's how good the content has been. Like, hey, we just jumped in. Like, fuck it. Y'all know who I am. you It's Benny. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it for the day. I'm Moatastic. I'm, so, uh, I'm Benny. I'm Benny. Then keep, we... keep the ball rolling. You're talking. Yeah. Cold blood, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we got... Clickety. It's click-clack like in the building. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. And of course, the legendary mob boss Franco is with us. <laughs> so, like... We could, we could scale it back all the way back to the beginning. Like... Where are you from? All the origin shit. Mm, all right. We know we know right. we know the Italian roots. Oh, uh, yeah. No. So,
2: man, so I'm from here. I'm from St. Louis. Okay. Um, I had an eclectic upbringing, I'd say. Eclectic. Uh, I like that word. My parents were split when like as long as I can remember. And my parents are like super different mm-hmm. from one another, right? Mm. So I grew up half the time I was with my pops in Clayton. Mm-hmm. So I went to that school district. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, and then my mom spent a lot of time mostly either on the south side or U-City when I was growing up. Okay. Um, but yeah, I went to school at Clayton. Got the fuck up out of here as soon as I could. Uh, <laughs> moved to New Orleans for three years. Okay. Went to Ooh. went to school at Loyola and dropped out.
3: <laughs> yes, like a true uh, champion. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I, uh, Real winners. I was, Real winners drop I was, out. I was just like a simple guitar player back in the day. That was my like intro to music. Okay. Oh, shit. So yeah. you,
1: you that was the first...
2: Yeah, Everything. that was okay. yeah, Foundation. my, my yeah. dad was a guitarist. He like taught guitar when I was growing up and shit. Okay. Uh but me and my dad like you know, it was a lot of testosterone going on in the crib. So I wasn't going to uh, like take lessons from him. It just wasn't mm. the move. But I had like the encyclopedia there if I needed it. Oh, okay. Okay. So I went to school in New Orleans to play like jazz guitar and study music business. Damn. Um and I just like did not have fun playing jazz guitar for school. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what so, what didn't you like about it? Um yeah, it just wasn't for me, man. I just wasn't really fucking with school, honestly. That's really, I was not on that shit. Right. You just um, want, you just wanted the jam. I was just trying to play music and like do shows and shit. Right. And um, I realized that I was taking like guitar lessons from this dude that was like a well-renowned guitar player in New Orleans at the time. But he would be missing lessons because he had shows. Oh. Uh-huh. And then the next year, like it happened again. He's <laughs> like, so why is he having all the fun? And and, and, and I I like Come on, dude. I was gigging at the time, like I was in like a funk band and like a little like hip hop instrumental trio playing guitar and playing with a rapper. And so I was like, Man, I'm doing shows too, like and I'm paying money to like I'm learning way more doing this shit Rock once, playing, twice a week, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm spending a lot of money here and these dudes are competing with me for real. Mm. so like it's not even really in their interest to show up to these lessons (laughs) they're
1: trying to keep you down
2: Uh, I mean not I mean I didn't really take it like that but it just wasn't the scene and I thought I was hot shit playing a lot of music all the time playing Mm. funk and jazz in New Orleans and You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I got this. I'm cool. I'll just wait tables. (laughs) Do this guitar shit. You know what I mean? Work at Urban Outfitters for six months.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Make it it do what it do. But it
2: was was cool. It was cool. And uh, got some opportunities to play a lot of big shows uh, as a result of some people I was working with in New Orleans. Um, Went on a couple tours. Ended up broke. Mm. Came back to St. Louis. Got a job at the Apple Store. You know what I'm saying? Started making beats. Linked up with. Mir, and uh, uh, really Mastermind is okay. my guy. Mastermind also went to Clayton. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I've known him since we were kids' kids. Mm. Uh, like I'm friends with his big sister, uh, Khadijah. So um, he was like the general of the whole MME crew with Mir and right. a bunch of other other people. Siege. Shout out to Siege. Uh, yeah, right, right. my guy. Uh, so yeah, like kind of fell into that group and making beats th- for them and doing like instrumental music when I got back with this drummer, Daruba. Daruba Shakur. Yeah, that sounds familiar. He's been in a few groups. We had a group called Franco Hill because his last name was different back then. Mm. And uh, and uh, yeah, and he plays in a group right now with another cat named Tristano. But I don't know. He also ran for like alderman like a few months ago. <laughs> oh, I don't know. He's an eclectic human being himself. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, like, what what was uh like your influences
1: on like every like guitar player i meet yeah i always want to know like their influences to like start the like playing the So guitar. it
2: was it was definitely like i had access to it obviously cuz my dad was a, a guitarist but um, my guy was definitely Jimi Hendrix <laughs> like definitely Jimi Hendrix
1: Now we talking
2: Um yeah like i started playing for real when i was like a freshman in high school and uh, one of my mom's friends put on this this Jimi Hendrix documentary like mm. we were like moving and he like put it on in the background when we were moving Mm-hmm. And it was about uh, the Banded Gypsies concert, mm-hmm. where they recorded that album in, like, New York. Yep, and yep. That. Right. And that shit is crazy, bro. And uh, in, in the documentary, they got, like, the footage from when they played Machine Gun. And it's, like, 12 minutes long, and yeah. it's, like, the, the craziest. I was like, listening to some Jimmy earlier. Yeah, like, man. Like, the,
1: the thing I, that just amazes me about Jimi Hendrix, man, is he... We can find out about him today, like, he can be born today,
3: Mm -hmm.
1: and he'll still be 100 years ahead of his time. Mm -hmm. Like, that's that's how freakishly, like, you you ever seen um, that uh, Stanley Kubrick movie, uh, Space Odyssey? Yeah. Like, dog, that movie came out in the 60s, right? Still blowing shit today. It
2: still looks great. Out the water. (laughs) Like, that's
1: insane. So I was just like, dog, we got, you think about all the, like, technology that we have access to and it still can't touch like voodoo child bro like it, it's like <laughs> it's crazy though i mean it's could you, yeah could you imagine being in the 60s and hearing that shit for the first time like what the fuck is this shit yeah. and you're not Man. even knowing like the impact yeah, that and, and being happen.
2: on some crazy drugs for the yeah, first I was time. All that shit. <laughs> like all of that LST, shit, bro. LST,
1: yeah, <laughs>
2: all of that shit. I watched the
1: um Jimmy documentary and he was just saying like it kind of reminded me of what you said. He was just doing gigs and playing in the background. He was like, "Yeah, I'm not doing what I want to do and he started making the music he wanted to play." And sh- took the fuck off. Uh, Jimmy
2: used to play guitar for like Little Richard, yeah, and hella people. And he was like, he moved to like the UK and shit. Yeah, this? man. He mm-hmm. so he would like he went to the military and shit. and yeah. He was like, this ain't the move. Uh, <laughs> <and> he, like <laughs> he, like <laughs> he like accidentally broke his ankle jumping out of an airplane. He was like <laughs> parachuting or something. And then he started <laughs> mm-hmm. gigging like just touring like the Chitlin' Circuit, like in the South and the Midwest and and shit. And uh, eventually moved to New York. Tried to get shit cracking in New York. Wasn't getting nothing cracking in New York. And then some dude from this British band came and seen Mm -hmm. him at a club and was like, Oh, yes. Let's get you the fuck up out of here. Right. Took him to England and cracked immediately. Yeah.
1: Because like when I hear like his songs, it don't sound like songs to me. It's like this force. It's a feel.
2: No, it's some other shit. He's on he Mm -hmm. was on some whole other shit (sighs) that like nobody was on before and very, very few people have been on since. Right, yeah. Like very few. Like
1: I heard a quote before, man. he ain't dead. God just needed guitar lessons. Like, that's real. <laughs> I don't really believe that shit. <laughs> it's, it's, he's not dead. He'll man. be back. Hendrick, was, he was definitely a pioneer. <laughs> Hash is tripping. She is, she is excited. <laughs> Let Hash in here, man. Like, I think she's a... I'm part of the gang. And I'm not... No, y'all like ain't recording without me. <laughs> without me. So, like, the guitar... <laughs> that... That... Got you into producing, right?
2: Yeah. So uh playing guitar, moving to New Orleans, mm-hmm. ended up like falling in love with hip hop for real through like D'Angelo and like the instrumentalists on there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, probably, so like voodoo, through the roots. Man. Yeah, Voodoo is like
3: Yeah. <laughs> right, that's, the, the the voodoo. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> right. That's the one. That's the
2: one. That's the one for sure. Uh yeah, and then just like working my way into all kinds of hip hop. But really what got me producing, uh, was when I was, like, a sophomore or whatever at Loyola. I had a lot of music and business classes with one g Easy, Oh! And uh, so his music was super, like, he was in New Orleans, mm-hmm. but he was making some super hyphy Bay Area sound of music circa oh seven oh eight. Right. Like, a lot of snaps, a lot of, like, whistle synthesizers and hard mm-hmm. 808s. And
3: mm-hmm.
2: it was like, he was making jerk music, like, two years before jerk music. Oh, wow. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because it was in the Bay first, for right, real, for real. Right, right. Um and that shit wasn't going over very well in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh they weren't he, I mean he, he was producing all this shit, but uh Yo, Yo, the fuck
1: hey. out of yeah. here. Steve up? shows up he like lives in Atlanta. Uh, nigga <laughs> shows up. Why the hell you just got to work? My nigga shows up looking like Sam Jackson. Quick uh fitness out here. And one eighty seven. We got Steven and Claire that just walked in the building. Another hey. legend. Franco, oh Steve, TV. Steve, Steve. I know each other.
0: <laughs> Get the yeah, fuck out of here! <laughs>
2: All right, <laughs> like, how's Atlanta, man? <laughs> how's the weather down there? Beautiful. Uh, they had to come out here. Some. I'm a free agent right now, man. My lease about to be up, so I'm just weighing my eyes. Aw, oh, boy. He's, mm-hmm. he's fielding offers. <laughs> exactly. Free agents. Yeah, I'm nervous for a second. He's taking <laughs> meetings. He's taking <laughs> meetings. Oh, I, I'm <laughs> saying. Damn, okay, Tony Plox. I'm
1: talking about money moves. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, <Yo, chill. laughs> I'm I That like, went over no. my head like a motherfucker. Like, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we're good, because we're we on oh, track. The yeah, steam we're we talking yeah. about. Okay.
2: Yeah, cool. All right, cool. all right. Sorry.
1: Cool. Producing, mm. Jeezy. Oh
2: yeah. He's making jerk
1: music before jerk music. Yeah. So. And then New Orleans one. Yeah.
2: Company. So I was a guitar player. So I lived upstairs. We became friends in class. Mm-hmm. Ended up playing guitar and like bass on a few tracks mm-hmm. for him, and that he was be. producing. So like I was playing the bass, playing the guitar, like. Helping write some stuff, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "Oh, I just need to learn how to make drums." So he was just a so part like, of
1: like the whole process, basically. At
2: the, at that point, like I helped, I helped like introduce him to some musicians and bring a little bit more like song ish stuff. I mean, he was he had it together back then for real. Okay. Um, but it helped like get some of those New Orleans people a little bit more, a little bit. I helped a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Uh but I got to go on like some tours as a result of that, which was pretty cool. Like okay. on some super early DIY tours and like playing mm-hmm. really tight shows. Like did a show with a juvenile on Lundy Gras the night before Mardi Gras and <sighs> just a bunch of tight shit like opening for <laughs> open for Drake when he was on like the Thank Me Later tour. Classic. Like uh like House of Blues shows and shit. Mm-hmm. So like, he was already like he was like he was like doing MySpace numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had like a million some plays on his I'm MySpace saying, page. But yeah. And,
1: popular and paid <laughs> yeah
2: no he yeah it was crazy it was crazy i mean it i i definitely didn't think it was gonna go where it went <clears throat> but um i did for a little while you know what i'm saying but uh he he hustled the fuck out of that shit man yeah like he worked real hard to get where he's at
1: yeah i could tell by like just uh how he carried himself that um you know he don't take none of that shit he got now for granny. You know what I'm saying? He, nah, yeah, man. He's like, put the work in. He's
2: from, he's from Oakland for sure. And like probably a year before I met him, he had, uh, his shit was braided and it was like this long. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen pictures of G with like the tall T down to his knees and like <laughs> <demos> <laughs> and forces and shit. Like all the, like he, he definitely loves hip hop from a very real and authentic place. Mm-hmm. And, uh. I had to work really hard because he's kind of goofy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's with all love. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he did that shit, man. Like, he re- it, that was tight to watch. Like, mm-hmm. once I ended up back in St. Louis, like, he was still do y'all on all shit. Do y'all still
1: keep in contact? Yeah, yeah,
2: here and there. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Not so much, but, like, birthdays and shit. Mm-hmm. Or if we in the same city, like, he, he hits me up and gives me passes or whatever I need. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. no.
1: Like, do you have any, like, uh... Favorite like I guess like collaborations as far as like producing goes since you started?
2: man people that I've worked with yeah, yeah. Um, or something like, yeah or like I something want where you was with.
1: like hey that damn that was special what we just made
2: like, yeah I mean so the shit I I made back in the day with my guy Daruba um, under the name Franco Hill we got a couple albums uh, mm-hmm. one is called Batman and the Black Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. which is tight um, I was Batman. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then we had one Thanks called vibrate that higher that was pretty cool. It was like an hour long joint mixed all the songs together. Uh ah, like that was definitely some of much. some of my like the shit I worked the hardest on. We had like live drums on there, like live guitars okay. and a lot of a lot of no sample beats which was new for me.
1: I played the shit myself.
2: Yeah. Um that shit was tight. Um man, I used to work with with an MC that uh I don't have a relationship with anymore uh because of many reasons, just unfortunately didn't uh, couldn't couldn't carry on with that relationship. But a lot of that music was really like close to me. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, yeah, but uh, probably one of my favorite things I've done is get Black Spade on a track for real. Ooh, that was a big deal. That's legit, that, that's man. why yeah. I want to
1: see you work with some more, man. Man, yeah. like
2: he don't need my beats. He got <laughs> he's cold, bro. <laughs> like we know that. Yeah,
1: we were just talking about him last yeah. week. Where we, like he's He's not Legendary. He's not us, if that makes sense. No. Or like, he's not human to me. <laughs> like, he, he's not. Nah, he's like,
2: like, he's tapped in. Like,
1: you ever hear like, like legends of like, like, oh man, there's this guy that once came to the land and did this, that, and a third, and then you don't believe it. Yeah. And then so you mm-hmm. see him, and you just because like, they don't talk about it. Right. Like Spade don't go around bragging about his accomplishments. No. At any, like you won't even know. It's like the furthest, bro. From his yeah. No.
2: I like So I met Spade at my very first show in St. Louis that I ever had as a producer once I moved home. It was like 2011, and uh, there was Cave, like mm-hmm. Blank Space Cave, put mm-hmm. on a show at the Foxhole, which is now the bootleg at Atomic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. yeah. It was like a foxhole back then. So it's been yeah. like two venues <laughs> since it was called yeah, the Foxhole. Did a couple shows. So we, uh, we had a show there. I don't remember what it was called, but it was like a round robin with producers. Mm. So it was like five or six of us, and we just went all set up at the same time, and somebody would play beats, the next person would play beats, and so on and so forth. And we just did that shit all night. And I didn't know anybody. Like, I didn't know. I just moved back from New Orleans, didn't know nothing about the St. Louis scene or anything. Like, Link, Link Cave through a friend of a friend type shit. And I got there, and Spade was already there set up. And I didn't know who he was, but he had an MPC and a Juno set up next to each other. And I was like, damn. (laughs) I was like, okay, like, I hope everybody else doesn't have this shit, because I'm going to be real embarrassed (laughs) out (laughs) of here. And he was just, like, super cool and super humble and very complimentary to my, like, mediocre beats at the time. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And and it was, like, him, and it was, like, Damon, Loose Screws. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. And, um... Stan, 18 and Counting, was there. Okay. Um, The band So Many Dynamos was there. It was crazy. Like, I met a lot of people that night that ended up being, like, people, people. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I had no idea how good or who Spade was for, like, a few months. And had, like, done a a few shows with him. And then had to, like, have a whole conversation with them that was, like, mm-hmm. awkward. Like, bro, I didn't know it was like this. Like,
1: Everybody meets him. You know, like, you know? I, yeah. I, like I,
2: would, I wouldn't have, have even, like, idea. been talking to you this familiar, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. I like. I thought you were just a homie, but, like, you, you're you're, your special my dog. Like, like, it was like
1: what me, Mo and Q was talking about last week. Like, you don't know who Spade is until you, like, go out of town with him. And he, you see heavyweights, like, yeah. Yeah. bowing to this man. Yeah. And it's just like, what the fuck? I didn't. I didn't know. I'm sorry, No, like, yeah. I, I felt t- like I had been disrespectful, <laughs> right. Right? and I hadn't even done nothing
2: wrong, it's but like, like, I hadn't shown like, I <laughs> hadn't like shown proper reverence to like this like, you know, this was like treasure. A, I
1: know, you, like when when you find out about his accomplishments, you feel like
2: like damn, I should meet you with more praise. Or like, <laughs> well, right? and then yeah. just like the beats always knock like on top yeah. of all that, like whatever the resume is like, is never anything. but It's proper. always
1: real shit. He reminds me of like like a. Our version of like J. Electronica, yeah. Like you Spade might put no, out I'll, way too much work. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about like career wise. I'm talking about like you know how like J. Electronica is like looked at as like this nomad. Mm. What? So one day he'll be in fucking next to pyramid somewhere. Like what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Then he's back in New York. Then he'll be in some small town in Nebraska, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he just walks the earth like jewels from Pulp Fiction, dog. Like that's how career. Spade. He's like, I made this jacket. That's what happens jacket. when you have a baby by Erykah <laughs> Badu. <by Joe." laughs> I would do the same thing. Yeah, I, yeah. You and Spray need to do some more work together.
2: Yeah. that's that's the selfish side that's of the, me talking, right? That's, now. I know. That's like we just more. Yeah, cause
1: I like I like how I I love like your sample choices, mm. man. Especially like on your like your remixes and stuff. You that's that's really
2: like That I really like the remix joints, uh, but I I wouldn't consider like a collaboration for real. is why I, I didn't say it before. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, man, that's my favorite shit. I wish I could put them on iTunes like that. I gotta strip the acapellas <laughs> off them before I put uh, put them on uh, iTunes. No, because yeah. you can you can get away with some samples and shit on iTunes, but not nah, with no Drake acapellas. <laughs> nah, <laughs> so not Drake. Have, he coming. for I'm gonna for catch that. a case doing that. <laughs> <same thing. laughs> <laughs> he coming for that. Yeah. yeah the the technology's stuff. too good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Boy,
1: Drake like no, no. I'm putting that out still. Because yeah. it it was the, the was it the volume two joint? That that joint was crazy. The Capist two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I
2: like that one a lot, man. That shit was crazy. I'm. I'm probably about to like crank one out real quick, actually. Uh I I have a goal to like always in my life put some out every year. Mm-hmm. I made a mistake of like not putting shit out for a minute. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Uh so at, at least one a year. It's about to be my birthday soon. I got like a bunch of seventy five percent, eighty percent done shit. Mm-hmm. Just gotta go finish this shit up and put it out.
1: How long did you take a layoff for? Uh
2: uh, I wouldn't say I didn't release, like, a project for, like, two or three years. Um, I put out, when I was working with Daruba and we were doing, like, our instrumental shit, uh, we put out a project in, tw- like, a couple projects in 2012. And I put some out in 2013, like, December. See, I, I don't be giving credit, I'd be forgetting about music, man. <laughs> I'd be forgetting about music. Cause I like while I didn't push it out, like I produced like a third of an album for like three different MME rappers. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like okay. I was like making beats for Mirror or something, or making mm-hmm. beats for Khan from MME at the time mm-hmm. or um whoever. And uh but I didn't put another project out like under my name that I felt like proud of. Like this is my shit, you know what I mean? This right. represents me until like twenty sixteen or twenty Yeah, like twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. So it was like Almost, almost three whole years without a project.
1: Damn,
2: that's crazy. That was I felt, I felt real weird. No, like, yeah, <laughs> that, <laughs> I felt real that's crazy. A, that's a long time, right? man. Mm, yeah, three years. Especially
1: yeah. for somebody who, you know, well, I guess like I, I look at it like, well, I guess Kendrick comes out every two years, so but it's Kendrick.
2: Yeah, know, but uh, he's yeah. like he can afford to do that, right? Right. right yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like uh, for somebody who was like doing the shit and maybe like pursuing it a little bit more seriously than I do now, mm. uh, like that's a that's a mis- misstep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot, uh, of time. but at the same time, like I do this shit because I really enjoy mm-hmm. hearing what uh, what I come up with. Sometimes, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't do nothing too crazy. But I, will hear some music that I like, and I'll try and find a way to make it mean something a little bit different to me. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy that. It's definitely very therapeutic. So I'm not even like at this point. I'm just doing it because it's fun. Yeah. I really enjoy it. So what's your what's, what do you consider like your baby like? My baby. What's your prized possession? My prized possession. Are you yeah. talking about like music wise? Music wise. Some a part of made. Man, um, probably that Vibrate Higher record I got with this guy Daruba. It's okay. on. It's on the Bandcamp because Bandcamp. Yeah, some samples on there, but it's good. Uh, I'll send it to you. Yeah, I need that. Uh, also the fir- I did a remix tape. The last project I put up before my little break was. Uh, it was my first remix. Like. Album and I called it Gods and Godlessness, and uh, that's got some fire shit on there, man. Okay. Uh, but again, it's, like, it's a little old. A little old. <laughs> Is it? I feel like uh, I, I don't feel like an old man talking about music. And
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: good shit lasts, man. Yeah. Right, old shit. I'm
2: old, but right. but my sh- my new shit's tight too. Like don't <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, forget. Uh, I just I just remember how much time I used to spend on shit. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as I've gotten older, I've try- I've stopped trying to like impress myself with my beats, and kind of just like, hey, I know this is good. I also know that I like just put a kick drum on the sample and looped this shit up and didn't do very much, <laughs> and threw like a hot acapella on it. Right. So I'm not like I don't look at it the same way like oh I, I like busted my ass over this shit and took. But it's still like saucy. It's quality. Yeah, it's enough. Right. It's enough for what I'm trying to do. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Now, now in the DJ. Right?
2: DJing, Like
1: yes. I, I am definitely that guy that when I'm drunk, I only do it one time. <laughs> I'm the guy that go bugs the fuck, not bugs the DJ. <laughs> I just say what's up. I, I I think it's a badge of honor that I go talk to the DJ first before you I style the the event because I'm like, yo, I fine. know bar the DJ. DJ. I feel yeah. like yo, I'm that. Hey, I'm good. That's the, yeah. bar I'm DJ crowd. That, yeah, that's that's near and dear to my heart. So every time I go to parlor, I go right up to Franco. Yeah. Hey, you that guy, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> that was that was my introduction. Like, I, I don't have a long, drawn-out backstory. Uh, I think I seen a flyer you was doing on all Kanye
2: night. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah, Good Friday last year. Oh, my I, God. I broke out the, like, the Good Friday-themed flyer. Yeah, the red, yeah, the yeah text flyer. And shit. I remember that flyer. I know. Bro, well, I also, like... <laughs> for the, so, I'm a Kanye fan. Like, I, I feel at home right here. This is y- beautiful yeah. behind me. Uh, but... Uh, that was like my shtick with my flyers for like a year, mm-hmm. or well, until that's what I, that's until the I until hit. the maga shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I had to I had to go left. Like I just couldn't keep. I was like, I love you, but I I can't put this on my flyers. <laughs> nah, well, you know what I mean. Like yeah. just chill, fall back. You know, I feel uh-huh. it's like almost like. I still like Kanye. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) No. But uh, I couldn't put him on the flyer. It was just going to upset too many people. But for a long time, like all my flyers were me photoshopping Kanye, like either Mm -hmm. into parlor or like into some like trippy background or some shit.
1: And then you start doing the chopped and screws ring. You still do that?
2: Yeah, we do it every other Tuesday. Tuesday, That's some real for the love shit. We out here not getting paid for screws days. (laughs) I've, I've been to like two. It's some real, it's some real whatever shit. I really, I do it, but it's really an opportunity. Uh, My roommate and best friend does those with me, and um, he's got like a a huge obsession with DJ Screw, and I'm all the way here for it. I love DJ Screw too, but Uh like he's got like tapes, like actual Screw tapes, which is pretty tight. So uh, we just realized, like, man, chopped and screwed music is a real thing. Like people all across the country know about chopped and screwed music Mm -hmm. in 2019. I feel yeah. like if you like hip hop in 2019, you like and screw music. Should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like a lot of like, a lot of the beats nowadays that are like slower tempos, like trap beats, wouldn't be sounding like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for and screw, a lot of the double yeah. snares and the pitch down snares and the pitch down hats. I high-hats. was. Wh-
1: I can't remember who I was just talking to, but <clears throat> we was riding around and I said something. I forgot. No, you know what? Kirko Banks drinking my cup came on the other day, oh, yeah, yeah. and I was like, "Damn, man, rest in peace, DJ Screw, Big Mo." Like. All those cats down there, like, man, they they they, they are a culture and change the culture.
2: Completely. And, yeah. and we just, like, I don't know, we've been banging that shit at the crib for a long time. Uh, and tons of people do. And there wasn't, like, nobody's feeding that market in St. Louis right now. No. And it's crazy it's not. Because... And that's, like, that's really what it was. I was just like... Yeah. I Can't believe I'm like, I don't never see nobody does chopped and screwed nights. Ever. And
1: I, I look like, um, I don't know if you know, but I went to school in uh, Louisiana too. I went to oh. Grambling State. Oh, for sure. And so, um, I went to school with a lot of cats from Texas. Like, yeah, that's there what was they a lot of cats to. from Texas and yeah. New Orleans. Mm-hmm. It's also a lot of uh, people from California too that go to mm-hmm. Louisiana colleges. And, um, that shit was crazy. Like, it's a culture shock, and you learn a lot, yeah. especially being you know. Like like yeah. I was down there in like screwed,
2: screwed. 07 and one of my first friends was mm-hmm. from San Antonio. Yeah. He was banging the he was banging the the what were they called? The fuck action tapes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Classic>. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> that was just classic. For real. I was like, what the fuck? Like they yeah. fuck they, action. Hey they we oh, missing 43. we missing lyrics on this shit. What's going on? And then yeah. eventually, like, after a couple car rides, I was like, all right, for sure. Like, <laughs> 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 no, nah, that's how I felt. I went down and
1: my, uh, my homeboy was listening to Zero all the time. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, bro, yep. cut this shit off. But then he he was like, dog, this is like the Jay-Z of Houston. And yeah. I was like, "Yes, mm, okay. I, but then, hey, <laughs> Zero. Dog. Like, I, I had a college visit down at Pine Bluff, dog. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm trying to figure out what college I'm going to go to and shit. And the first thing they... Play in the car was zero, and I was like, "Who is this Tupac sounding <laughs> kind of dude?" But he kind of snapping, okay. yeah, like he rapping, rapping. It's like, "Oh, that's zero, And then as the whole like my whole trip down there, I just kept hearing them, yeah, everywhere. Around, everywhere, everywhere. It was, they was playing them in the parties, and I was just like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. And that's how I heard the uh, the Dallas dudes too, that throwback song. Oh, uh, like, you talking about Oakland? Nah. Ugh. It's the dude they made the throwbacks on when they was rapping about throwbacks, dog. I oh. think. His name was Fat Bastard. That I know you so talking <laughs> Yeah. His name that's so much, man. And Tom Tom. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. In Houston, like, they have their own culture, and we can have that too. In St. Louis, people just don't work together. Houston, <laughs> rappers don't have to leave Houston to get big and rich. Hell no. Like, um, I remember, like, when Rhapsody to the Basement first, like, came on, one of the the earlier episodes was they had the whole screwed up clip down there. Oh, my God. And this is this is one of my... I remember... I forgot who asked me. I think it was you. Where you was like... Who had the best freestyle basement? Dog. Somebody has to have that tape, dog. Because all of them was going in. Like, it was crazy. Like, I remember little O, before he had the back-back shit, mm-hmm. he was snapping. Like, everybody... In the booth was going crazy. You had to pull that up. In my, my home. <laughs> yeah, like, and I've been looking on YouTube man. forever trying to find this shit. I'm like, dog, I know that episode exists somewhere, dog. Because yeah. I cause I, I, went to school, one of my best friends, he's from Texas, and he knew everybody by name. Didn't know none of them. He was just naming them all off one by one. Damn, mm-hmm. like, he's man, man. Hey, he was just like, Yeah, I've been listening to them my whole life. Like, <laughs> like they just shit good, where I'm yeah, around. For sure. And I was like, everybody, what the man. Fuck? I need to go to the Screw Tuesdays. Like
2: for real, we'd be big kicking it up there. What we usually do is, um, we'll like my favorite thing as a a DJ is to listen to new music and fucking play that shit. You
1: and you only got to break the record,
2: bro. I don't know what it is. Matter of fact, he might be the. I'm not the only one. Trip, Trip be listening to brand new music. Trippy be playing the brand new shit. Every
1: time I remember, I came
2: in one night. I be playing the shit the night it comes out though, for sure. You, yeah, you're no, playing Bari yeah. I was like, bro, the Bari album's fire. I played the <laughs> J Two shit last week.
1: <laughs> right. And, and I Monty mean, I I mean, Booker
2: is, he's everything, bro. You, like, that you. shit goes crazy. Yeah, money Wild. Nobody like, ever oh knows what that God. shit is either, but they always dance. You know what I mean? It's right, a cheat yeah. code. For and real. see,
1: that's what I like about your style of DJing, like. I can't even focus on have a good Time because 'cause I'm so all at the music. I'm looking at you the whole time. I'm like, dog, he is not playing this right now, and he just like, I'm fucking playing it. And that shit. <laughs> I um, remember you, you God. was playing "Stunner" for Vegas. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, man. It's over. <laughs> it's like it's oh, over. Bro, Nobody playing that yet. I was like, damn. Like, it was not yeah. fucking around.
2: I mean, I, I just enjoy finding new music for sure. And I used to be like I told you, I like I got into hip hop through like D'Angelo and like the Roots. Mm-hmm. So, like, my first MCs that I loved were, like, Black Thought and Most say, Def yeah. and, you know what uh-huh. I'm saying, like, Good rappers. Tyler, you know what I'm man. saying? Like, Ryan. fucking rappers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Did you catch on to uh, Kanye like, late
1: yeah. or it was just... um Or did you kind of grow up on them?
2: No, so I, I definitely, like, I loved Kanye from the time I was young. You know what I'm saying? I definitely even, like, my mom was playing me Tupac back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember being sad when Tupac died. <laughs> As we all were. Uh, Which was... Like, rare for a white kid at Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen the expression uh, on my face. I'm like, damn. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but at the same time, like, I didn't really... When I, by the time I got to high school and I would have, like, really started diving into hip-hop on my own, I mm-hmm. started playing guitar. And mm-hmm. so I went down, like, a much older route with the music. Like, mm-hmm. starting studying Hendrix and shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, jazz guitar players. So it took me a little while before I even started listening to, like, current music again. Mm-hmm. And so by the time I got to New Orleans... All that jazz music that I had like soaked up on the guitar, all the soul music and everything that I love to play as a guitarist was sampled by all these yeah. artists that I. Felt but you know what? That, you know Around what that
1: time that you did that was a great transition for that because I, I went through the same kind of thing with myself, and it would be weeks that I, I would go go without listening to any rap, hip hop, anything because yeah. I was listening to the influence of the music that I was liking right now, yeah. and. It wasn't. That, I mean, like you know, you had good rappers, but it wasn't just like you had to constantly keep it early on it. Like you could take a week off a of rap back then and catch up to it and still be current. Yeah, for like, sure. Now it you was an hour. It's, out. it's over.
2: But yeah, like that's that's a great example. And like when Late Registration came out, mm-hmm. he has the touch touch the sky on there. I was like a Curtis Mayfield fan at that point, so yeah. I was like, oh shit, you know what I mean? Crazy. So like I was like, I know about this, but then like I didn't know about Gil Scott Heron yet. You know what I'm saying? And then Home is where the hatred is is on there. And I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? And then you you go back and listen (laughs) to it. You know what I mean? And then you realize And then I study Gil Scott and then I go back and listen to other productions from Mm -hmm. Kanye, like the people where Mm -hmm. he samples Mm -hmm. we almost lost Detroit. And then you realize like like, he's
1: not even changing the beat that
2: much. So you you bro, but he flipped that shit. (laughs) He he does. He flipped we almost lost Detroit. Yeah, we almost lost Detroit. But home is where the hatred is is. where the hatred shit. It's just the same thing. No drums. Yeah. But it's Pitched down a little bit. Fantastic. I'm,
1: I'm glad you brought Gil Scott up. Bro, Gil I Scott, was, man. I took a bubble bath. I swear to God. I took a bubble bath today and put on Gil Scott and just lay, sat
2: there. Do You know what's crazy about Gil Scott is uh, that's the only person I ever got a cease and desist from about a sample. Word? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was after he passed, but it was his estate. And they were super cool about it, honestly. Okay. Uh, yeah. But I don't know how they found that shit for real. So <laughs> uh, it was it was like on a joint we put on iTunes and it was like the intro track from this EP
1: mm-hmm. and
2: it wasn't even the the beat wasn't even sampling them. We had yeah. I had found like a bootleg of like some concert he had given at like mm. Berkeley College in California. Yeah, yeah. And he was just like spitting game.
1: Cause he was a um, you know what professor I'm saying? for a while. And he was a like poet.
2: That. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like But that, they
1: credit him for creating hip hop. Like, they say he's the first rapper.
2: I he mean did. listen to a small talk in and 125th and Lennox. Mm-hmm. He's rap. He's spitting bars. He's rap, <laughs> <laughs> He's rap. <laughs> bars. <laughs> damn, but that's crazy. Yeah, it's it's crazy cuz we had like a speech where he was he was just talking about some shit just like about like getting overworked till you turn into a damn machine or something. Oh, and I know you, I, we put that's it, on
1: the that's on the mix. It was I a Gil Scott know what's mm-hmm. crazy. YB and Cardi got a song out right now that sample
2: bills kind of Yeah, bro. He's he's a legend, but anyway, they they hit yeah. they hit us up and they were like, "Hey, what's nah. up with this um uh, <laughs> what's up with this money we talking about?" Yeah,
1: where you, where you, where you at my credit? Say? But
2: they were they were cool about it, honestly, like, "Hey, Marvin Gaye? No. Bro, that's some whole other shit, bro. Don't get me started yeah, on that we case. We I feel bad for Pharrell, man.
1: <laughs> I feel bad for Robin Dick.
2: <laughs> I feel bad for Pharrell, man.
1: Yeah, for real too. I,
2: I really feel like that put a dent on his. Uh... Bro, that took a lot of money out of his pocket. Yeah, and he for didn't real. sample that shit. And that song was crazy. And he didn't sample that shit. Right. No. Nah. And it was a different baseline. I know. And it was a different cowbell figure. So now we got we got copyright claims on a whole genre, my mm-hmm. guy. You yeah. can't be mm-hmm. inspired by nothing anymore. And if, that, if they want to go, there. Really if said, go yeah. there, if they want to go there, if they want to go there, like for real, that set the precedent mm-hmm. for that. That shit is crazy. I, I, I,
1: I 100% agree.
2: But Gil Scott's, th- their attorneys were just like, hey, so you can use this shit. Like, we're cool with you using it. We fuck with it. But you got to give us like 100% of the royalties. Damn. And I was like, hey, that's cool. 100% of nothing is nothing. Man. nothing. That's yeah. cheap. You just want to it And keep then they were like, there. and 7K off top. And I was like. I don't have that. Can we just take it off? Will you be all right with that? <laughs> like, for real? They were like, Damn. for sure. Like, and they were honestly like thankful that we were pretty res- like respectful yeah. to them because mm-hmm. I guess they'd be hitting people up because Gil oh, Scott yeah. is Gil Scott and he gets sampled all. I was saying, yeah, he's a they get all kind of crazy background, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but we left that shit on ben Camp And <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, What that said. <laughs>
2: We're going to go to Smitty smoke break. Smoke
1: break. <laughs> smoke
2: break on
1: going to band camp. Go to band camp. Hey, on. <laughs> this one time at band camp. <laughs> Simply eliminate Take her home before I do. <laughs> <laughs> and even if you do get her home, I'm still going to DM her. And she's going to read it. <laughs> yeah, She might not reply, but she's going to read it.
2: But she smiled. <laughs> that was the whole... I, can, I could tell. Yeah. I felt it. I, I can always tell. I
1: can hear you smiling through the phone, girl. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm incredibly high. (laughs) I had to check on this nigga. (laughs) Benny, Benny, Benny. My my bad, (laughs) y'all. No, (laughs) thank you. I don't feel bad. You're a saint. (laughs) I am with this. I need to feel like this for (laughs) the rest of the water to weed. (laughs) Y'all should come to a
2: pizza night. Because it's not just pizza, you know what I'm saying?
1: You ain't got to tell me. Too. Marty had the
2: pizza. Bro, Marty had the pizza. Bro, you have no idea how much that meant to me. The <laughs> Marty had hey, the pizza. Hey, hey, Marty. Because I've, I've known Marty forever, right? Like, probably like eight years, nine years now. Mm-hmm. And Marty is just the, Marty's the most down motherfucker in St. Louis. Marty Yikes. will pull up to. There will be twelve everywhere. different events, and Marty will post every single one of them on his Instagram story. Yep. Mm-hmm. Marty, man, Marty's underrated, bro. Marty Super is underrated. the greatest time he
1: management person I've ever seen. Not in my life.
2: only does Marty <laughs> go everywhere, but Marty helps other people go everywhere. Mm. True, and that's one thing that he doesn't. He needs that. That. To be shined on. Like, he be -hmm. be taking people.
1: I am all all for the second half of the show being Marty appreciation. I love Marty so much, bro. (laughs) I I was just on the last episode
2: of his podcast. Like, man, honestly, this is my my first podcast. (laughs) Uh, But aside from this, that's. Say it louder. Say it louder. Hey, this is my first podcast. (laughs) But uh, uh, after this, Marty's 100% next. And Marty's been trying to holler at me, but I've just been busy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? The timing hasn't worked out. But he did holler at me first.
3: <laughs>
1: it's uh, 9.30. I hit Mar- Marty be beer by 10.15 if we hit him up. He's like, the, uh, he's like the wolf from fucking Pulp Fiction. I'll be there at 10. I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs>
2: Nine minutes. 45 seconds. Kansas City yeah. right now. He gonna be here. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Marty's definitely a goat in his own lane. Yeah, man. My roommate, like, recently, like, over the last couple, like, maybe a year, year and a half, has met Marty through Marty's job. hmm mm-hmm. And, um... Like, met him a while ago through me, and they've grown to become, like, friendly through that. And then also, obviously, Marty comes out all the time. So my roommate DJs, and Marty mm-hmm. pulls up. So not only was I really excited when Marty came through for my pizza night last week, but my roommate was, like, mm-hmm. beyond belief excited. And his <laughs> girlfriend was beyond belief excited. Marty just pulled up. He was eating hella pizza. You know what I'm saying? And then he went off. End of the night. What a that, great, that's Marty. What a that's great Marty.
1: Hi, Marty. Yeah, I love that dude. For real. Like I'm, I'm really... gonna get a shirt. And say hi. I'm Marty. <laughs> <laughs> hi, I'm Marty. <laughs> <laughs> hi, I'm Marty. Vote, vote for Marty. Vote for Marty. Yeah. I vote for Marty. So Marty, if you down, we can get these shirts made, man. Like, <laughs> vote for. You got our vote. I like that. Hashtag yeah. vote for Marty.
2: He's just like he's important. Marty's oh, super, super important. important, man. Super important. So many things wouldn't happen without Marty. I'm just trying to give props to everybody, whether it's Spade or Marty, or we're gonna talk about other people. I love.
1: Yeah, I'm with that. I love spreading the love. Gotta spread love, man. So, so, so like, when? Did, how did the pizza thing like start for you?
2: The pizza thing. Uh, I hate calling it a thing. It sounds like I'm it's not like a best The pizza love. A no, it's okay. We can talk. We can call it a thing. <laughs> what it is. <laughs> piece of love. So, uh, I mean, first off, I'm Italian. Oh yes. You know what I'm saying. So, there's that. Right. <laughs> uh and then just so i used to work at a restaurant mm-hmm. uh called the good pie that is not a restaurant anymore they changed their name that's in a grove no wasn't it? Where was that at? So it used to oh, be... Oh, was in the loop? It was in the loop. Yeah, yeah yep. that's that's what I heard. I know I heard it. was I right next it. to yeah, where Soul Taco is. That, but I couldn't... That, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know exactly. So yeah, that's it was, been a minute. Yeah. A minute. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's when I was like broke and working restaurants. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I worked at the Good Pie, and uh, they they changed their name to Randolphies, and then they, they closed. Mm. Yeah, I remember Randolphi's. Anyway, so when I was like... Needing some money, that's where I worked as a waiter. It was like my first like real waiter gig, mm-hmm. and so I was just out here getting bread. But they were making Neapolitan pizzas, which is like the style they make in the original pizza. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's where my family's from. My bad. That's where uh that's where my my family's from. Like my dad was born in Naples, Italy. Oh. So like that was tight for me. Yeah,
1: y'all don't do all the toppings and all that. No, they keep yeah. it pretty simple. simple. Like they don't even cover
2: the whole thing in cheese it's like a lot of tomato sauce mm-hmm, and just mm-hmm. a little bit of mozzarella oh, and some bro, basil some basil that's, that's it. it yeah so um holy grail it was yeah it's super simple uh it's delicious olive oil that's about it <sighs> so anyway like i don't know when i worked there it was like interesting to me like i felt connected to it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i got i got to go to Italy like a year after i worked there mm-hmm. um and that was tight and blah, blah blah hell of time passes and then like 2019 i'm like damn I'm like a, I'm a grown ass man. I need to learn how to cook. <laughs> um, so you made pizza. So it didn't start with pizza. Like it started with like, ma- like steak. <laughs> okay. What about pasta? A, oh. Where your pasta game at? Bro, it's it's on a million right now. <laughs> what the fuck's we right? Said really, a meal. Like I'm serious. I'm not fucking around. Like <laughs> hey, I'll I'm be a, making pot like, I'm a sauce culinary, from scratch. Like, like oh I got,
1: shit, that's. I've
2: been watching like, I've been learning like the super traditional Italian way Mm -hmm. because, you know, that's my people. And, when I man, when I went to Italy, like, that shit was crazy. Like, I'm a white guy. I live in America, so I see myself all the time. But Mm -hmm. going to Italy, like, I was like, damn, I'm, like, seeing myself myself. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. seeing this specific type of white dude everywhere. Mm -hmm. That was crazy. That was crazy. So just, like, any way I can connect to that, as I've gotten older, I've, like, enjoyed exploring that side of my Mm -hmm. identity a little bit more. And so pasta, like, after steak, you know, because you learn how to make a steak. And once yeah. you learn. Like, once you learn the basics. That shit's so, yeah. easy. And yeah. it's fire every time. But it's kind of expensive.
1: Mm-hmm. We can talk about that, too.
2: But yeah. pasta is cheap. Yeah. yeah. Pasta's is hella cheap. So I started learning how to make sauces and shit and blah, blah, blah. But I was like, I need to get on this pizza shit. Like, when I worked at the restaurant, I, like, learned how to, like, shape the dough and, like, throw it in the oven, like... Yeah, special ovens that are like nine hundred degrees. The brick ovens, fire yeah, brick fire yeah. ovens. Mm-hmm. Shit cooks in like a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. It's perfect.
1: I don't bro, want. Bro, you talking to the right person? So that's bro. I'm bruh. gonna <laughs> holler at you at the next one. For real. A, I think I'm gonna do for one this real.
2: Saturday, but it's like a, it's like for a homie, so probably not this one, but the next one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you know. I'm a for Please real. Anybody here? I'll make y'all pizza. Please, hey, just and let me go tell your friends it about it. <laughs> <laughs> for real. For real. Uh, but yeah, so I like you know I started like learning about like how to make sauces and shit from scratch, mm-hmm. and that's pretty simple for real. Like a lot of the traditional Italian recipes are simple, but uh, people just like fuck it up by doing it a different way, like putting like too much butter in it or doing this mm-hmm. or that or like mm-hmm. overcooking your pasta before you put the sauce on it. Or mm-hmm. it's a lot Over-over- of like little things, pasta, yeah. bro. Because mm-hmm. you're supposed to really like you cook the pasta like. 3 quarters of the way done and it's still what a little crunchy. Ice water. Mm. Nah, then you just put it right into the sauce oh, the and sauce. you finish cooking yeah, yeah. it in the sauce.
1: Now, I've seen some
2: then instance the, where they like it finished, they I, to stop it from cooking. That's real too. That's yeah. real too. If like if your sauce is one that maybe like takes longer to cook. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And I'm talking real bullshit about <laughs> some shit. No. Bro. I make beets and DJ and I'm talking about <laughs> people about to be like, "Oh, cool. this motherfucker talking about some bullshit." We can get off in right a different chefs but and But anyway, us. I started making pizza, bro. And I started making dough. Like, the dough is, it's like science and it's like, a, it's crazy. This shit mm-hmm. is alive. You putting like some bacteria in it, some yeast. Yeah. It's bacteria. Shit grow. And then it grows. <laughs> you putting it in the shit, it'd be coming out bigger. It's science, man. I'd be cutting it up into small things. Those small things be getting bigger. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, man. And, uh, it's hella fun. It's hella simple. It's really actually get pretty cheap to mm-hmm. make a pizza. Because mm-hmm. like, the the flour is like, you buy like, a bag that's like $3 and you get like six pizzas out that bitch. And like tomato sauce. You waste a
1: lot of that flour too.
2: I mean, yeah, for Mm. sure. (laughs) A lot of it. You get a lot of it on the table and shit to lubricate it. Hands. I know. Yeah, man. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's been pretty fun. I bought a pizza oven making pizza for the homies and it went so well the first time that I had a friend that moved to Chicago, the homie Dion and, uh, he was like, I'm having a go on away party at the other homie's house. You're gonna make pizza. <laughs> and I was like, shit, like I've only done this one time before. Wow. And you felt that strong. He came through faded uh on a date.
1: Hey.
2: And so I served him and his date up some pizza. Are
1: they still together?
2: I mean, he's in Chicago now, so I don't think so. Oh, damn. Um it was too- I was gonna say was No, aggressive. actually I know I know not, but you know, he's I'm not worried about him. He's a pretty cool guy. <laughs> But yeah, he had me make like pizza for his going away party, and I make pizza for my grandparents and shit. Mm. And just saucing it up, man. I'm I'm, I'm going to start flipping them. I I think the next move is like having an event at Parlor where me and I. Yes!
1: (laughs) You you, you read my mom, like, we can can name it the.
2: The, y'all trying to get in on it? The the prince? Yes. we you gonna call it the pretty girl? It. Yeah, I, I, wait, fuck, no, I, I would do a I piece of night with y'all. I can make wings or something. Yeah, we call yes. It. yes, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Well, bro. And this so I the was is the idea of a fucking show? We need I would a YouTube get, channel. The, I, I was gonna get. That's the other thing. Is for real. I got. A, I bought a GoPro off the strength of this shit. It's going so well. Bro, I got so many ideas. I got a GoPro you wanted those guys (laughs) uh man no i just like i have a decent job so i have a little bit of money so i'm doing okay Uh, and i can just buy a gopro and not stress too much because i'm gonna get paid again eventually
1: i feel like you make it back i'm thinking of the parlor man but
2: But no parlor like i've already talked to the homies about it uh we'll go we'll do a night the the thing is i gotta get somebody else to dj with me because i can't make pizza and and dj DJ. nico where you at Yay! Hey, we can pull it through. He goes so look, fucking look, cold. Me, and, and we can call it the Pretty let Girl parlor Pizza up. Party. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. You, a I lot of peas. Bro, so that's <laughs> the thing. I definitely put that I make pizza on my Tinder profile.
1: I see. <laughs> <laughs> no, I see. It, it was like, a, uh, yo, Instagram was like, it definitely went on side.
2: No, I, yeah, I, mean, make, I make
1: beats or something like that. I,
2: I think I need to add it to my Instagram profile, but I definitely, the South Side's on my Instagram profile forever. So,
1: how's Tinder going? Let's go back to that. Bro, you just, you, you, yeah, you stumbled over that.
2: Big trash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not invested, bro. That's really <laughs> what it is. Yeah. I just be getting on there when I'm bored mm, and then just not talking pack. to nobody. <laughs> you said get that gold pack. You gotta get that gold pack. Bro, they be charging for that yeah. shit. What you talking about? You, Sorry, you got that 30 bucks a month? Hey, I'm in a relationship, son. Um, <laughs> what you know about that gold pack though? Uh, I don't know, what nah, you talking about? Nah, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely on there. Never though. heard of it. But Nah, that's shit for the birds. I I got into a relationship off at once. And I'm not in that relationship. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's all good. I never looked
1: this... at Tinder always been like hookups to me, so Oh, yeah.
2: Bro, I'm just a simp. I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, man. It is what it is. Hey, I'm just, I'm you know a, yourself. There you go. It is what it is, man.
1: I met a great person off Tinder.
2: I met a great person too. You know what
1: I'm saying? Yeah, I she's did. awesome.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did not. <laughs> and there's that.
2: Yeah, I think it's most effective out of town for me.
1: Mm. Yeah, I've, I've heard that. I f- yeah, saying.
2: I don't know. I feel like I'm old enough that at this point. In St. Louis, you playing this game where it's like you either hollering at like the friend of one of your exes, or you hollering at one of your friend's exes. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: Damn. Now I'm trying to figure out which one I am.
2: You want them, bro. <laughs> oh. I mean, you're my friend now, so what's good with your exes? Damn. <laughs> they single. <laughs> uh, they are know, all yours. What'll be, will be. what <laughs> will be, will be? That's true because um, I'm, I'm just yeah, out here living. You know, it's hard out here for a DJ. You can be showing up early, leaving late after last call. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> get that check, man. I can't leave early. Right. <laughs> so, hey, we but had an agreement. But you, you gotta get the fuck out of here before I get a check. So <laughs> right. we're in an interesting situation, huh?
0: Hold
1: your fort then. Like how did you how did you uh hook up with Parler?
2: Uh man, those are the homies like from from way back so my best friend that I live with um, he's worked at Tower Classic Tattoo for a long time oh, right. as a front person
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, and like half of the people that own parlor are the people that own Tower or work at Tower mm. so those are good friends of mine uh, cause they've been good friends of my best friend for many years I'm like the only person that rolls up there and kicks it without tats <laughs> and uh, you know what I'm saying I'm, I'm not scared of those tatters <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they I've just been cool with them for a long time. I taught a couple of them a couple of things about Ableton. You know oh, what I'm saying? Okay. That's more like my my end card. <laughs> yes. And uh and so when they opened up Parlor, it was just like they needed DJs and um I made beats and I taught a couple of those guys about Ableton and uh so and my best friend along with working at Towers he's like a vinyl collector and, and DJ. Mm-hmm. So we just, like, from the jump, like, from the time they opened, pretty much locked down Friday nights. Mm-hmm. And um, right. my guy PJ was one Friday, I'm the other Friday. Mm-hmm. And it's it's literally been that way since they opened
3: yeah.
2: in, like, November or December of
3: 2017.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we, we held down Friday nights, like, literally ever since then. There's maybe mm-hmm. been, like, one or two Fridays total where one of us has not DJed since then. And then, um, I don't know, we kind of, like, I, I like to feel like we maybe curated a little bit of a scene there.
1: Yeah, because when there's,
2: it's like a little, there's a little yeah. bit of a spot that it's it's different than the other places in the Grove.
1: Right, super different. Yeah. Like even though like the the Grove is like completely changed. Like, yeah. Like it's a lot of like, cause I think cause they opened up something else too, right?
2: Yeah. That my uh, so my roommate's gonna be... he's like a part owner on that shit. Uh, okay. Takashima Records. Yeah, yeah, that's what's yeah, called. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's gonna be the that's gonna be really tight. I was like, damn. Uh, my record collection is gonna be up in there. Okay. And a lot of other like my, my homies records are gonna be in there. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, they, I'm really excited they, about that. They are that. not fucking around. No, nah, man. They, 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 they are buying,
1: <laughs> buying Yeah, real No, estate it's really and, happening. And it's really happening. Shit. They're
2: doing a lot of cool shit, man. Shout out to my guy Sean. He uh he's the guy that owns Tower and uh part owner in and, and, and Parlor and that's the big the big homie for sure. Franco's connects, man.
1: Like I said, Frank. A little bit. A little bit. I, I know some people. <laughs> just hey, I need anything. Frank, I'll just get make the call, man.
2: I could find the right person. <laughs>
1: so, I, what was the uh what was uh Jay saying? Like, I'm good at connecting people with people they
2: need well, to be connected good. with. Look,
1: I'm, I'm texting I'm texting him now. Look, I swear to God, look. What did you say? I just, <laughs> that's who I'm talking to. He's connected. See, he's connected.
2: Like Takashima's that. gonna be tight though. I'm I'm uh, I'm trying to they've been they're they're probably not opening until later this year or next year, but because
1: um, it's vinyl and it's a uh...
2: it's like a vinyl but kind of like Japanese themed bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so gonna be crazy. It's gonna be really nice. It's mm-hmm. gonna be really cool. Um, I'm probably gonna do. They've been putting out like a mix once every month from a different local DJ. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna probably see if I can bullshit my way on there and <laughs> play a bunch of Playboy Cardi. That's what I'm um, talking about. Yeah, no, it's really nice. They've got a few local DJs that are really good, and they've got some nice selections on there. And um, most of them are doing it just like with records, records too. So I okay. like those. So I have to buy it.
1: Okay, now now I learned it. We learned the Interesting. Like fact that you was one of the people that started poetic justice.
2: Yeah, and that shit just came out of left field. I was like,
1: "What the? Yeah, fuck? that
2: happened for real."
1: <laughs> I, like, so like, I, I thought like, "Yo, we got to talk yeah, about this, man." For sure, man. Well,
2: <laughs> um, yeah. So Corey Black is one of my best friends on the face of the planet, for real. Good dude. Um, for real, Corey's a special one, man. Shout out to my guy. I miss him every day that he's been in New York for a while now. Yeah um but yeah so way way back in the day i was i was gigging a lot um i was just like really a part of like the blank space crew when um like right around when they opened and before they opened up Mm -hmm. um i was just like really close with cave at that time Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and so um yeah we were gigging up there a lot me and me and the homie Daruba, um we had a group called franco hill and we we basically met through cave and Vito, and um we immediately like started a jam session at blank space every sunday night Mm -hmm. Um, and so that went on for a while. Eventually, we got Austin Carter, aka Centipede, mm, shout out to him, like the the boom bap god of St. Louis, <laughs> <laughs> for real. Boom bap, he got him. it. Um, and so he would like come play our smoke breaks during the jam sessions every week. But eventually, Corey Black like showed up. You know what I'm saying? And he was uh, impressed enough, I guess, to let us play with him at his album release uh that he also had a blank space for his project uh state of the art Mm -hmm. which is way way back and um that state of the art like the release went well we uh, the vibe was cool Corey is you know an incredible marketing mastermind. (laughs) always got a plot always got something he's pushing for sure Mm -hmm. and people gravitate towards him and so that went so well that like it turned into a monthly open mic poetry thing instead of the jam session so like three weeks of the month it would be more like musicians showing up like guitar players or bass players or whatever mm-hmm. rappers sometimes like teff came through a couple times mm-hmm. um and then it turned into like poetic justice every last sunday of the month uh where it was more for like people to come up and spit poetry as an open mic instead mm-hmm. of uh like a musician's open mic jam session right um yeah and that you know seven years later now is what it is <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was at blank Space as long as they could contain it, and then right. went to twenty seven twenty, and now since twenty seven twenty isn't isn't active, uh, it's just kind of like where where whatever medium large size venue can contain Poeta Justice. Yeah, right,
1: because they always do numbers, man. Yeah.
2: Numbers, <laughs> numbers. Damn. Yeah, at a, at a certain point, uh, Spade took over, but anytime I get to do it, it's exciting because there's just like. Yeah, hell and that's of,
1: like a Sunday night too. Like, uh, hell there,
3: yeah, still Sunday
2: night. Numbers. Hell of people. It's crazy yeah. though because they, they they go to like venues that are a little bit classier now. Mm-hmm. So they had me do one um, some months ago at the the Grand mm-hmm. on Grand, <laughs> like with the dark room and all that, and like that's like a that's a classy spot. That's like yeah, a historical really theater. Is. You know what I'm saying? The old Black rap Theater. And so I'm at like, Corey's like, hey, I need you to play that new Shaq West in this. <laughs> And it's some like grown and sexy, like almost like, almost my parents' age, crowd in there, and they're not trying to hear that shit. And they were, it was an interesting vibe, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I was playing that shit. Got to, yeah. It was
1: T. What's a cool spot though? Like, no, it's whatever. It's, man, it's,
2: it's, beautiful. Yeah. it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It was great. That was tight because I got to do it with with Spade. We were both on that night. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think his his. <laughs> is that
1: just, just a smidge just a smidge just a smidge just, maybe it's, it's veto <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's
2: a, that I mean that's always the case <laughs> <laughs> even if I was on fire that night
1: he's like I could be NBA Jam Tournament Edition at, at the end of the yeah, day I'm gonna be like, Patrick eh. Ewing and he's still like,
2: he's still Michael Jordan
1: <laughs> oh, hey shit. he was in the finals though <laughs> yeah he made it <laughs> yeah we got there we, we got there but that no, that's throw.
2: that's like tight. That, that's like an exciting thing to have been a part of. And it definitely was like the the main foundation for me and Corey's relationship. And mm-hmm. even like for many years when I was not doing Poetic Justice, like Corey and I have had many great, great adventures together uh, all over the country. That's my, that's my guy, man. Yeah. That's what's that's cool. People. For life. Yeah.
1: For life.
2: Day once.
1: Now, the cat. The cat? Yeah, because... Mm-hmm. A lot of your stuff is themed around. Yeah. Cat, is it your cat? That's it themed is around? my cat. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or so yeah, so just cats cat. on the ground? Damn. Yeah.
2: No. I got. I have two cats actually, but oh. I have like a main cat, which is <laughs> okay. kind of like fucked up to say. <laughs> main cat. Does he um, treat
1: you like that too? Oh
2: yeah. Okay. Well, I, man, I mean, the other cat fun. loves me though, but one of them was my cat from the jump. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm talking about Marvin.
1: Mark I was about you, to say Morris, but I knew that
2: wasn't Marvin. Right. No, <laughs> yeah. Morris is a cool name, but no, Marvin is Marvin's my guy, <laughs> named after, of course, Marvin Gaye, and um, okay, and then like Time. Marvin the Martian too a little bit, yeah, because you know we get weird. Space you know, modulator, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that's my that's my son. Uh, he's seven years old. Dang. Uh, okay. uh, I got him when I was like at my peak artistic prime.
1: That's <laughs> all so you got a cat? He's one of like, those uh, guys. He's
2: he's he's like known. Throughout people that I've collaborated with. He's an important part of the St. Louis music community. <laughs> Let's talk um, Marvin. Marvin
1: needs to meet
0: Hash. Yeah.
2: Bro, Marvin's tight, um that's that's my guy. But he he's also not very good around dogs. Okay. No, I dated no. a girl for a long time that had a dog that was like pretty intense. Like it was a it was a small <laughs> dog. It was like okay. a rat a rat terrier and like a Jack Russell mix. Mm-hmm. Super aggressive. It wasn't tight. I couldn't like I couldn't like roll over in bed without this motherfucker barking. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a traumatic oh, experience yeah. for Marvin. It's covered. Marvin it's, didn't like that. It's shit. It's colored, you know. And I, I dated her for a while. You know, what I'm saying we lived together for like a, a couple of years. So uh, his his perception of dogs has unfortunately been colored mm. in, in a negative light. He went to shits. Okay. Yeah, uh, he's just a, he's an alpha bro. Okay. That's really the other thing that it comes down to is Marvin's not taking no shit from nobody. Not <laughs> no dogs, not another thing. Then. He feels the need to assert himself.
1: So we, 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 we're we going to get a Marty shirt. We need a Marvin shirt. Like, we yeah, need I mean, those. No, if
2: I open a pizzeria, it's going to be Marvin's pizza, for sure. <laughs> 100% <laughs> Marvin's. I, I fucks with that? But that's my guy. I got another cat that I inherited through a relationship. It was Ooh. my my ex-lady's cat that she got while we were dating. You know mm. what I'm saying? And we split, blah, blah, you blah. Treat
1: her, you treat the cat like a stepchild.
2: Wow. Man, that's that's very real. <laughs> So it's it's hilarious. Me and my roommate got this this running joke where, like, Marvin, his last name is Franco. That's my last name. But my other cat Vega, that's not her last name. Vegas. <laughs> she's just not Vega. Not Vega, No, she. but I love her. You know what I'm saying? I take Vega, care of her. Vega,
1: Damn, that sounds like an anime boss. But I'm, I'm going like to pay for her to go to college, <laughs> all that type of character.
2: shit. You know what I mean? Like, I got some money set aside for her education, but <laughs> that's not my blood. You know what I mean? It ain't mine. I didn't pick her out. Yeah, uh, mm. but I love her very much. She's an amazing cat. Oh, but good. no, I, I got a soft spot for my cats. They be taking care of me, man. <laughs>
1: okay, that's what's up. Like I think I, I think I can have a cat. Like, but he she gotta be gray. Gray? Yeah. Yeah. I, I I fuck with gray cats, man. I don't know why. Oh, oh, I'll tell you why. It just popped in my head. The little annoying cat from Garfield, normal,
2: is gray. Mm. And See, my cat looks like Garfield, but he's not fat. <laughs> ah. Yeah. <laughs> The skinny corn. And food. I don't think he would eat any lasagna. <laughs> I, I,
1: a lot of cats I've seen don't really fuck with our food, for real. Like, man,
2: yeah, it's a blessing. Some cats do, though. Like, if, cats... Some cats are so annoying, man. <laughs> but that's that's any animal. I got... I'm I'm blessed. I got to pick... I got my cat straight from the source. You know what I'm saying? Straight from his mom. Oh, okay. So, like, it was like a cat that was, like, born at a crib instead of, like, going to the Humane Society. So, I was at, like, a room, and it was, like ten cats in that bitch there was like two two cats that had had babies at the same time in this close house. the door lock it up sell it bro <laughs> <laughs> fuck that I went, I went so I went to this lady's house she's cool she's a DJ she's one of the people that puts on the Night Chaser events and shit mm. Um, Alexis Tucci shout out Alexis mm. OG in the St. Louis like up. rave scene mm. um, yeah real talk I would, love, I would love an invite um, please bro <laughs> they rented out the science center Oh yeah, Ooh. that was them. Damn. Uh, yeah, it was some crazy shit. But anyway, I got my cat <laughs> from her, and she's the homie. Um, so she, I went to her house, and they, she was like, "Yeah, two of my cats had kittens." Like. Take one of these motherfuckers. I got hella cats on deck. <laughs> so I she she's like, she's older than me. So she got like a house house in Kirkwood and shit. She got like an mm. extra empty bedroom in her house house because she's a grown ass woman. You know what I'm <laughs> So I like, house I'm house. like, I, hey, let me get all these cats in this empty ass bedroom. I close the door behind me, sit on the ground. It's just me, <laughs> it's just me in the center of this room with hella cats and a carpet. I start rubbing my hands around on the ground. And Marvin just, he's on my shit. From the jump, jumped on my arm. Natural selection. All about it. He was, but okay. he wasn't like hurting me. He was like playing. He was clearly mm-hmm. having a good time. Picked his ass up. He starts licking my hand. I was like, it's over. <laughs> it's over. That's You're my the guy. heir to the Close. throne. That's my guy. Yeah, that's young Simba, gotta bro. Like that was, was the episode. moment. That's the moment that I went from Simba to Mufasa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, okay, everything Kings, the light man. touches. You know what yeah. I mean? This is ours, bro. Y'all seen that movie? The new no. one? No. No. Don't do that shit. Yeah, no. I, I don't I plan on it. Right it definitely wasn't... Um, it, it didn't was hit. It was not slapping. It was, like it was slap hitting? Nah. It didn't slap. Nah, I mean... No, it is
1: slapping. I on. did see it this like giant. midnight, though so I ain't gonna lie. so I I was took my
2: tired, sisters to see it. Bro. I took my sisters to see it <laughs> <laughs> for their 22nd birthday, so we all too old to be watching this shit. I took my mom and my sister's and i got blazed it. i was fucking i <laughs> mean it still one. do you
3: think it was cool that james earl jones that was still of course was able to play. there, like, like, there were there cool were moments that were so like, I'll,
2: I'll keep it 100 man like during the intro scene where they recreate the entire introduction yeah, yeah, yeah. i i was like almost low key getting emotional i was like yeah, this shit yeah. is this shit is <laughs> this might it. be they might have done this shit. Feel, <laughs> you know what i mean it was like but then everything after that was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like they shot for shot crushed the intro, but ain't no dialogue in the intro. Right?
1: Uh, you right? You right?
2: And yeah. and it would just went downhill from there. But uh, it was hilarious. I had I had a feeling it was gonna be bad,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and cause I saw I saw that shit on Twitter. I saw the the stampede scene on Twitter before I went and seen the movie. Oh I see I,
1: see I ain't seen shit,
2: bro. Got- Scar straight punches him in the face. Like punch punch. He does. You remember in the movie, he just throws his hands off. Yeah, bro. He, he punches sp- him. He off. punches in the face, bro. <laughs> he doesn't just throw. He straight How, way. It was hilarious, dog. It was like. <laughs> See that? I, I'm that person. I would have laughed in the. Theater. I was cracking up. There was Beyonce was like, lions attack, and I was like, no Beyonce. And I was like, this is too much. I can't this believe you just read it off that piece of paper like that. Oh, <laughs> no, <please. laughs> And I love Beyonce, bro, but it just didn't need to happen. Donald Glover was trash. I like Donald Glover. <laughs> I really like that Funkadelic album he remade. That
1: is the only album I like from Donald Glover. Yeah. Or Childish, whatever. But, really yeah,
2: love. no, for sure. Same, same. But this shit just didn't need to happen this way. <laughs> Low-key, they, they should have used, like, the, first off, they should have had the Lions, like, smile or something.
1: I heard it was dark.
2: They were like, just out here looking like lions the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you ever Like, I know, lions obviously, like y'all been lions. to the zoo. Y'all seen the lion. You know how they just posted it up? Yeah. It was like yeah. that. The whole movie. No emotion. <laughs> no,
1: no excitement. Donald Glover's like, I think Disney thought i eat these bugs. Like...
2: Okay, Timon and Pumbaa, I'm going to eat these bugs. He doesn't look excited. Wow. <laughs> 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 him, and, him and Nala <laughs> are, like, flirting by the riverside. they just they just, like, looking at each other. So, so lion, like King just, new lion King is just it like, like emo. Bro, yeah, I watched this shit. I watched a YouTube video. They said we tried to make this shit like as close to like a documentary as we could. I said, "Bro, why? That's not what we wanted from the, Lion King. What? I want jokes. No. Now I gotta see it just to see how bad it is, bro. It's uh, what kills me, bro. Some people are trying to pretend like it's the they greatest. did it. They did it. First of all, <laughs> feel,
1: first of all, I don't think Lion King is the greatest Disney movie. I, people, I, some that would die. I don't know, game. man.
2: Lion the so like first, the off, first off, first off, first off. Leo season is in full effect right now, eight, eight, and seven. your boy is amping up towards his birthday. Yeah, your so birthday coming. Okay. up. You already know Lion King, undisputed champ. Yeah, my brother Leo. It's like Leo. undefeated. What what Disney? Cool. What Disney Aladdin. movie? Aladdin's cold, but it's not fucking with the Lion King, bro.
1: I remember when I had the uh, that bracket on uh, everything oh, yeah. the light
2: touches, and, and
1: like it had every like animated movie, including Disney and Pixar and everything, and my man. my my winner just threw everybody in a frenzy. Like Lion King made it to the finals, Bruh. But you know me, I'm a writer. I look yeah. at shit different. So it's just like I was like, yo, this story was better than this one. It's executed better than this. I, See, I, I like the when I watched Lion King for the first time as a kid, I was fully aware that it was a fucking cartoon, mm-hmm. and I was really into animals and like zoology and like I was getting the zoo books and all that. So I'm aware lions die, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's a cartoon. And I was—I've well, like never been sad. Did their brothers just stab
2: them in the back like that? Though <laughs> they
1: were lions,
2: and then put that guilt on the son. <laughs> bro, that was—it oh. was deeper than
1: lions. Bro. None of that shit ever connected to me. I was a kid. I was like, damn, the lion died. The kid grew up. He's a king. Oh man. yeah, for he the wins. record, the it's cool. movie I picked over it was Wally. Wally was well, like a masterpiece.
2: Wally was pretty good, but it wasn't the Lion King. It, it was a fucking masterpiece. Sorry, like, Wally. I'd rather watch The Incredibles. Bro, they made the Lion King. Like... I would too. They I'm made that shit like pencils and shit, bro. They that was, they, that was like, a better movie. They mm-hmm. drew the Lion King with pencils and shit.
1: Yeah. You know what else they drew? Akira.
2: Bro, Akira is very nice. <laughs> like when I found out that somebody
1: hand drew that shit, like what the
2: fuck? Bro, I I, uh, I bought this movie about Vincent Van Gogh off the strength of the fact that every frame in the movie is an oil painting. Damn. They didn't just draw it. I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard some crazy facts about that. Oil movie. painted it. I've never seen it. I have never I finished that movie. I don't know one anything time. about it. <laughs> Only thing I know I'm is from Vinny's am always too high ranks. and I always fall asleep.
1: When did, when did you pull that movie out just like, hey, I'm, I'm blazed. Let me just yeah. finish this shit. You never or finish. if I want
2: to go to sleep. <laughs> It's like that Quentin Tarantino that uh, Hateful Eight movie. Yeah, Ooh. bro, I've made it to the cabin. They, like they start the movie like in a coach mm-hmm. in the snow, and then they make it to the cabin, and then the story starts. I don't know anything about that movie. Mm-hmm. They just make it to the cabin. That's I was all about I know. i to see
1: the new one this week, but I, I, I've been putting. It I off. saw it. Did you like it at all?
2: Yeah, it was good. It was not what I expected. Okay. Uh, but it was good. I can see that. It was good. I thought Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio were really good in it. Like really, really good, good in it. Good. Cool, really funny moments.
1: I, I like good. Leo. Yeah, I definitely fuck with Leo too, man. Yeah, like grow, no, he's bro. good. He's yeah. good. Yeah. They're they're both pretty
2: good in yeah. it. It's it's a fun movie. He uh, was
1: in a movie in a big ass book. My teacher made me read. In bro, elementary
2: Leo helped me see some of my first titties ever. <laughs> Thank Very you, bros. Because of the Titanic. <laughs> exactly. mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I remember. So th- Leo, Leo is always we got all it in my we, book. me and
1: Steve went to the same elementary school. We went to see Titanic when it came out, bro. I
2: couldn't believe that. Let me go see them titties.
0: <laughs> Why would they let us <laughs> let see us titties, titties
2: at school? My, school? my school was like encouraging us to go see these like titties. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like seven <laughs> years old. Yeah, I was like, eight I, was like... Years old. I was like, damn, I'm about to, I'm about to go see these titties, y'all. My grandpa took me to go see them titties. See them titties. Shout out to Leo. Was that nigga on the Romeo and Juliet? Bro and yeah, I didn't see that till later, but yeah, that shit was cold, man. <laughs> hey. But for real, shout out to Leo, man. Shout out to them titties. Man. Shout out to Titties. Yeah. He was drawing her like one of his French girls, you know what I'm saying?
1: Shout out to adults letting us go see titties. Because it was, it was, it was historical. I mean, yeah. my, aunt, was, oh, shout was, my uncle, shout out to my uncle part. Kevin. He that took me to was... see uh, Players Clubs. I seen a lot of titties. And he was, <laughs> and I was like, hey, I, I, I was waiting for him to stop me. Like, hey, turn your head. He's like, nope. Man, nope. I remember we Molded me see. to the great man I am today. <laughs> <laughs> I went to see Set It Off with my moms and that uh, that scene when they come into the garage with Queen the Teeth with a girlfriend. Yeah. My mama gonna cover my eyes. It took me three <laughs> years to see wow. them titties again. Right oh, them titties on the back burner. I know. I, I couldn't <laughs> wait. Oh my god. What this will not be an episode without titties. Ah, uh-huh. right, we have not talked about titties in a long, long time. I'm gonna
2: episode. keep it real. That's a lot of first flu. I brought that shit up on purpose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I appreciate it. Appreciate it. We now got it, we're here. I love you, titties. I've been paying attention to y'all, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how important titties are.
1: Appreciate it. We've been getting away from the formula a little bit. Oh my God. And I titties, are, titties is our formula. We've been letting the people down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, let me hit that track. Oh, <laughs> Pastor, Pastor, please. This shit's still slapping. Man. This is brought to you by Gentleman's Jack. Gentlemen. Take her home. Before Shout out to we this do.
2: pile of blunt guts sitting next to me. <laughs> for real. Yeah, I seen that shit. I've it's been playing right. with it for like twenty minutes.
1: Gentlemen's Jack, hook me up with that that's hook us up with that sponsor, baby. Oh, I got yeah. you.
2: Bruh, I tried to get an Adidas sponsorship so hard for like a year or two. Are you gonna get it? No, I'm not I broke. Time. I started wearing it Nike. I, I was again. you bought a, <laughs> a grip. You know what? That was uh bruh, that was the grand scheme. The, the
1: first
2: get, get time I, you, was the, the...
1: Nah, I saw you, you had the Yeezys
2: on. Bro, I had- You and Corey Black was talking about them joints. Bro, I fucked a lot of people's shit up. <laughs> so, all right. So, I told y'all, I, like, I laid low for a minute. Mm-hmm. I like got in a relationship. I was in that for a while. Everything's good. My band fell apart. And then like my relationship wasn't hitting. Mm-hmm. It stopped slapping like it used to. And I was like, <laughs> got in so another relationship, starting to get my shit together. And that shit stopped she slapping. started slapping. I'm like, Damn. <laughs> Shit ain't slapping. And it just fuck with it fucked with my drive, bro. Fuck with my creativity, man. I was just depressed. I was like, damn, shit ain't clapping no more. So I uh when I got back on my shit, you know what I'm saying? I got the job that I got now. Started having some paper, you know what I'm saying? Started being able to take care of myself again, start getting inspired with music again. I also at the same time went on a trip with Corey Black to New York City. Every year I've been going to New York City in October and DJing this photography industry party of all mm-hmm. things. I got some friends that like make like photography tutorial videos.
1: Okay.
2: And me and mastermind used to make the music for their ads and shit.
1: Okay.
2: The homies just taking care of us, you know what I'm saying, giving us opportunities. So um we go to New York and DJ and blah blah blah. So I went up there a couple years ago and I went to the Adidas store. I was like, "Hey, I got a job now. I'm tired of being a broke boy with these same fucking shoes I've been wearing for the same blah blah blah." <laughs> and I bought some Ultra Boost. And that shit was so comfortable. I was like,
3: "What? Like,
2: I've been broke for so long. I've been wearing Chucks. Like, this should change my life." And the whole time I was in New York, I had some like Nike Freeze or something like some running shoes because I thought they were supposed to be comfortable and I was work- working restaurant jobs. I bought these Ultra Boosts. I didn't. I threw my Nikes away when I was still in New York. I threw them away. Fuck. I was like, "Fuck these shoes." <laughs> You lied to me. <laughs> I was like, this is bullshit. Like, I'm never going back. I got a check now. Like, I'm buying fucking Adidas. Mm. And so I was like, damn, I got these Adidas shoes. I got no Adidas clothes. So I got a flow, man. Yeah. Bought the Adidas pants. You know what I'm saying? And then I was like, let me try something. Let me see what happens. And I, I kind of, like, played a little bit. At first, it was like, let me get a few pairs of Ultraboost so I don't wear these shit out. Mm. And then it was like, I need the pants, right? And then eventually it was like, well, I got the pants. I should get the jacket. You know what I'm saying? So every once in a <laughs> while I could go full, like, run DMC, Adidas. <laughs> and then it was like, damn, people noticed Some that I bought brand, that jacket. Yeah. yeah. And it became a part of a brand that was associated with my name. And I was, like, making beats again and, like, putting out remixes and shit. And I was starting to DJ. I was like, let me see what happens. So I started buying more Adidas. And buying pants and buying more shirts. And in like 2017, I told myself, bruh, every day this year wear Adidas. All Adidas. (laughs) And every day I wore at least five pieces of Adidas gear all year.
0: That is crazy. (laughs) Five?
2: Five. Whether it was like a hat, t-shirt, underwear, socks, shoes, (laughs) shorts. God. Bruh. And you don't understand. Like I went from like just chilling at the crib all the time to being in like an office environment with a lot of people my age, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit younger, and a little casual, bit older than me. Casual, wear yeah. whatever the fuck I want at the at the gig every day.
1: I'm and everybody be that.
2: chilling. You you like you chilling at the office is people wearing sweats. People be dressing down. I was dressing down, but I was wearing like athleisure shit. <laughs> shoes flatted. And then <laughs> people were like, "Hey, Franco, I'm thinking about getting these shoes." Blah blah blah, and they like on the Adidas website. Yeah. They were like coming to me about this shit, talking to me about Adidas. Mm. I was like, oh, this is something. I kept doing it. I kept buying crazier shit. Kept getting promotions at the gig, kept getting more money. <laughs> Started buying Yeezys, you know what I'm saying? Started balling out, buying some fucking Bape Adidas and blah <laughs> blah, took blah, it blah, next blah blah. Level, took bro. it all the way there, bro. Yeah. Took it all the way there, was like getting shit when it dropped. Mm. And, uh, and it was like, at the same time that I'm DJing, like completely elevating my brand to a level that it was never at before. Mm-hmm. And it was so fascinating to me because I didn't really give a shit about this stuff, but it was hilarious. And I like the shoes, yeah. but like, I mean, a Adidas logo it's, like, it's timeless, you know what I'm saying? Right. And it makes getting dressed every day so easy. It all goes together, match, everything everything goes together, bro. Everything goes together. I was getting fits off, bro. <laughs> and then I started buying the Yeezy season shit. That's when it got a little out of control. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah. be that shit was that expensive, is. bro. Yeah. Uh, it was expensive. But you know, I had a better job than I ever had before, so I was balling out. Fuck it. Fuck Nature, I knew that I could be re- irresponsible and not have money and be broke and still live the same quality of life, but like dress super nice that I wore when I was lived when I was broke before. Mm-hmm. And that if I ever needed to just press pause, I could just, like, live a much better quality of life if I chose to. Yeah.
0: Oh, fuck you. Yeah.
2: So I'll be pressing pause every once in a while now. That's where I'm But right for the out. most part, I'm still, like, yeah. wildly irresponsible with the purchases I'll be making. <laughs> That's me, man. But, yeah, so I did it Join for, like, Nicole. I did it for, like, almost two years straight, mm-hmm. right? And then my birthday, around my birthday last year, I was, like, I'm going to fuck some people's minds up real quick. Because I had been for, like, two years, the Adidas guy. There that's was like how, a that's whole, how I knew you. Bro, a lot of people yeah. were like, oh, that's that dude. I seen you a fresh
1: pull... ass all white with the black stripe, but like you had the mm-hmm. Adidas Everything, track bro. shirt on. Hell, it. Adidas fits, I like, bro. Yeah. I had the
2: Adidas Pharrell shit. I yeah. had the Kanye shit. Other shit, blah, blah, I seen blah. It. All kinds of, like, bro, like 50 pairs of Adidas. That's crazy. Wilding <laughs> out. Like paying rent and buying Adidas and smoking weed all my money. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Eating ramen. <laughs> <laughs> Wild out because I had been broke, bro. And when I was young, I I didn't have no allowance or nothing. Like, my family lived, my dad lived in Clayton, but he could barely afford to live in Clayton. And mm-hmm. he lived there so I could go to the school district because it was mm-hmm. a good ass school district. So I was broke compared to everybody that was around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't get forces until later. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't get the system until the price break came down on the. to the next one came out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I had it finally like that, I was. Gonna ball I was going to ball out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, but then, like, shit, shit got to a certain point. It became so it, tied to my brand. I was like, this is, this is hilarious. I'm going to buy a Nike fit. <laughs> Bro, and Fuck I went crazy. Yeah. I bought some of the Off-White Prestos mm-hmm. and a fucking Ooh. Nike shirt. You know what I'm saying? Some Nike track pants and a Nike hat. And I had a big presentation at work. In front of everybody at the office, and came in and I Nike. pulled up in some Nikes. <laughs> well, people didn't know what people didn't know what to say. Though. They were, <laughs> they didn't did know the what to do, go? bro. Did they didn't know meat? what to do, bro. I crushed it. It was okay. you know what I'm saying. It was nothing, <laughs> but I it was hilarious, dog. People were for like literally. So this shit, I I did this shit for my birthday like last year. I bought the the Nikes and I. Bought these Kobe's that I bought. They dropped on Mamba Day last year. Okay. Undefeated collab, you know what I'm saying? Uh <laughs> still irresponsible, like I said. Uh, <laughs> but I did it because it was so fascinating and become so associated with who I am. Mm-hmm. But that's not I am not like my Yeezys. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mm-hmm. the t shirts. I'm Franco, you know what I'm saying? I'm a goofball. I'd be smoking weed, I'd be playing music, I'd be making beats.
1: That's how I'm trying to
2: be with the white so, tees. Right. <laughs> bro, before I was on Adidas, it was white tees. White tees? Yeah. I'm like, white it tees that fit. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I'm taking it there. It's a great look. It's a great look. And so it just was It was hilarious to watch people's reactions at my job, at any gig that I played. They would be like, I would talk to people, and it would be cool for like 30 seconds, and they'd be like, hold up. And they would have to stop the whole conversation we'd be having. Like, what the fuck is going on right now? What? Are you, <laughs> what's on your hat? It's a swoosh. You wearing some fucking Nike's right now. What's going on? <laughs> what did you do? I had people call me Franco clone. like when Gucci got out of jail. <laughs> it was a real th- it was hilarious, bro. And it was just so interesting that it just it's really spoke to the power of branding. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? For sure. And social media. People didn't know how to process. Mm-hmm. And it was hilarious to me cuz it was at a like it became an experiment. I would say you had Very a bunch early. of people in a social experiment and they didn't even know. Super it. social experiment. Yeah. There was a big, um, you all remember when like Team Backpack came a mm-hmm. while ago? I yeah. think that's yeah. probably one of the yeah, first I times say, I met yeah. you for real. Uh, Mastermind like organized the whole thing and it was at the homies photography studio and that's like the photography company I was making beats for. So mm-hmm. like I was up there kicking it and uh, I was like, Adidas the fuck out. All the way out. Looking sponsored and shit. Hell is, bro, <laughs> cut the check. I yeah, yeah, bro. I that, Cause I, I that's remember what you I'm talking saying. about that team backpack shit. The, the whole I did an intro for one of the ciphers. Yeah. Yeah, that. yeah that's yeah. what I'm saying. So it was like it helped me like reemerge. because mm-hmm. I was gone.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
2: I had done my little shit and then my band had fallen apart. I got banned from blank space. The rapper I was working with went all the way fucking left <laughs> and like fucking blackballed himself from the entire community by acting like a fool. Crazy. Real talk, you know, love to him, but um, it hurt the brand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, my only album that was out under my name, because I had albums out under the band's name, mm-hmm. I had under albums out with this rapper under my name, mm-hmm. when you Google my name, it brought up old dude's name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I had to really work to reestablish myself as myself. Yeah. You know what Just I mean? Disassociate yourself with it, that shit. And it helped. Yeah. For real. It definitely, like, it was something that you could say, oh, that's... Oh, Franco's that dude with the Adidas that be making beats and DJing at parlor. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then I broke that whole other shit, cut it like super hard. Went to the other other side. I still be wearing Adidas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but now I'm just Franco that be DJing and making beats at parlor. You know what I'm saying? And be making pizza now. I like that. Uh, but it it Perfect. put me it put me back on the map. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it. It was tight. It was a it was a worthwhile experiment. I spent a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of I got a lot of shoes that I really like. Um, but I never got I never got nothing from Adidas. But it was tight. It was it was a fascinating. You live thing. that life, bro? And I smoke enough weed for that to be like really interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like so for it to get really like heady. That's
1: wild. you just this is. We all try. This is this is a this is a great episode, man. This is I'm one of my favorite. Yeah, Franco. I'm ready of, for the off the mic joints. Yeah, Frank Franco is full of personality, man. Like, you got <laughs> don't per- sleep on the DJ. You got personality, man. Hey, as a as a fan first, because I didn't know you first. I was yeah. just a fan. Facts. Like, hey, thank you for everything you do. Oh man. You are now officially the homie. I appreciate you yeah, Officially, officially. Like, all right. Now now that I know the myth, the mm-hmm. legend, uh, the man himself. No, it's definitely, definitely, it's it's
2: a pleasure. I really thought, like, because you, you came up at Parlor like, a month ago, maybe mm-hmm. a month and a half ago. Trashed. A little trash, but you were know, like, <laughs> you indicated that you knew me, you know, like knew about me, but I thought, like, I don't know. I've been doing pretty decent at this DJ shit for the last year or so, mm-hmm. so I didn't know it went deeper than that, and that was a... Very flattering. I, so touched, the to I touched the soul. I touch the soul. <laughs> so I yeah, man. I Show love, like, no. B. You know, yeah, yeah. it's, it's love day on the court. I'm an artist. I'm sensitive about my shit. <laughs> but, uh. Be like that. No, that's that's what's up, man. I, I appreciate y'all having yeah. me
1: out. Same love, her too, man. Like, I love DJs, you know. You're definitely good at what you do, so you got me as a fan. Baby. Shit crazy. You brought titties back into our life. Yeah. Bruh. You're family. Give <laughs> family, your family. I'm done, that's all I said to say. fam. <laughs> <laughs>